Hey, everybody. Jim Malone here. Coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Eh, the, market, <laughs> the market is uh, kind of schizophrenic, but it looks like the Dow is reaching a new high. Some of the NASDAQ stocks, eh, not so much. I got stopped out of DocuSign. Um, let's see, DocuSign, NVIDIA. Wow, a lot of stocks. Um, it seems like there's a rotation going on. Um, uh, Caterpillar is doing really, really good right now. It's it's basically reversed, going higher. I bought a stock today. A really interesting crane, <laughs> plumbing fixtures company. Wow, when was the last time plumbing fixtures were hot? But anyways, it's doing good, and um, so yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know, we'll 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 see how that one does. And you know, it's a kind of a weird mixed day. Um, some of our really growthy stocks just don't. Got chart man up here. Let's see if we can get me back. All right, I should not be muted on the mic. Um, hopefully, come on. There we go. All right, all right. Okay, I think I have. I think I have the mic and everything. Still, uh, the video card that I ordered from eBay did not work. So, back to the drawing board. Hopefully, I'll be able to find something. That will work. Um, oh, that's not right either. Oh, goodness. Let's see if we can get the right screen to share here. There we go. There. Okay, finally. <laughs> finally, we're looking good. All right, so let's kind of go through the slides. Well, the Dow hit a new high, and uh, but the COVID stocks are kind of diving, you know. I mean, uh, so tough ones to trade. I mean, I mean, the biotechs are tough to trade anyways. And uh, so, you know, it's a, it's a tough to trade, but the Dow is hitting a new high, and Caterpillar is in a is in a buy zone. Really interesting. I, I what I did today is I did a spread, a bull put spread on this one, and I think it looks pretty good. I'm going to be hopefully getting it out to everybody tonight. If you're on the Action Trade Alerts, um, don't have it ready to go yet, but I'll kind of give you a, a brief kind of kind of look at it uh, and how it's doing. Um, we are still in a confirmed uptrend. And uh, even though the Nasdaq's off a little bit, not a lot, uh, we're still above, you know, 14,750. So that's pretty good. Um, the real star of the day, of course, is the Dow Jones. And that's up significantly, 0.62%, considering everything. S&P is up a little bit, not as much, but uh, it's the Dow, really, that has been leading the way today. Here's a stock I bought today. It's Crane. They came, had, they came and had some very, very good earnings. Volume is up 18%. Um, it's up 2.91%. I still think this is buyable. I think it's still in the buy zone, barely. It's up $2.90. This is uh, the plumbing fixtures company. You know, when you're, you know, you probably have seen these guys' products. They make a lot of other things, too. Very industrial on the New York Stock Exchange. Not a Dow stock, but a New York Stock Exchange stock. So I did buy this one today. Great earnings, so I don't know why they're doing so good, but they are. Um, kind of with the same kind of infrastructure theme, um, Caterpillar, this is really the stock of the day, it has reversed. It was moving down, 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 and then they had these great earnings. And look at this, you know, some very nice uh, increases in volume, and that's shooting that stock nicely up above the 50-day moving average. I definitely like to buy them when they reverse above the 50-day. That's one of my favorite places to buy. Um, you don't want to buy below that, really, or you don't really want to buy below the 200-day, but when they cross that 50-day and they have a strong power, that's kind of when you want to look at them. Nice volume. It's up 77%, so much higher than normal volume on Caterpillar. I did a spread trade on this one as well. Kind of want to show you that. Basically, that's where I bought it. As you can see, it kind of was was down. It tested. It, it dropped down to the 200-day line. It moved up. Excellent earnings. Lots of volume, and it pulled above that 50-day line. And that's where you really want to buy it. Now, uh, the bull put spread that I have on Caterpillar basically puts $510 in your pocket if you buy three contracts. This is a recap of what I did. Now, if you want to see this in more detail, you just need to get on that action trade alerts. Super easy to do. And um, the way you do that, of course, you, you know, uh, is just to go to 
www.dallastradingfloor.com and then uh, run on over to the uh, where it's you know first and last name and uh, email address and that will put you on the uh, you know on the list for that so uh, let's put that up here so you kind of what it looks like uh, let's see I'm just going to kind of show you what it looks like if you go to the Dallas Trading Floor website. Well, hopefully, well, goodness gracious, I'm going to have that work. All right. www.dallastrading, T-R-A-D-I-N-G-O-R.com. Well, For some reason, it's <laughs> it's not letting me see that. Well, anyways, if you go to that, uh, if you go to DallasTradingFloor.com and uh, do the first and last name, you will be on that list. And I'm going to send out details on this bull put spread on Caterpillar. And I think it will still be enterable tomorrow. And if you're looking on TikTok, super easy. Just go to the my profile, click that link, first and last name, and uh, the email address, and you'll get on the action trailer. So that's also puts you on the list for this uh Great spread trade that I think uh, that you really, really like. I just kind of want to show you what my allocation is right now. And that basically is I, I sold a lot of things. I, I got stopped out of a lot of things. But this is a small portfolio. I'm 17.5% in cash. My biggest position currently is Nike. I'm up about 12% on that in 48 days. ST Micro, I'm up 14. Uh, uh, up, hold it 14 is up 2%. And Berkshire Hathaway, up 1%. So not really... Stellar, I'm basically even on Under Armour, even on Crane, bought that today. DocuSign, now this, um, we, we did sell this so that it won't, it won't be on there. And then uh, we did we did sell NVIDIA. So the only thing other else left out on here is Square. So really kind of a, you know, really a big change. This is These are all the stocks that I currently own across all the portfolios. Now, with a small portfolio, it's not everything I own. It's because I, I have I have numerous portfolios, but this is but this is basically what I own. Berkshire Hathaway, we're up today about uh, I bought this yesterday about one point four dollars, about point four eight percent. Crane, I was talking about this one, it's up two point three percent today. Strong volume, it's a one hundred two. Basically, the buy point's about one hundred on this one. One hundred two ninety. Uh, 10274 on that. DocuSign, as I as I indicated, I still have a little bit of DocuSign. I sold most of my DocuSign today as it crashed through that 197.50. And that's where I had my stop loss. Uh, so I do have one small uh, legacy position, but basically I'm pretty much sold out of that. Of course, Nike, um, it's down a little bit today, 171.35. We're still in square, just with a very small position. It's down about 252 today. We may be getting rid of that. Who knows? SC Micro is doing well. This is a this is a, a interesting little chip stock. I may be adding to this uh, if I can see some more strength here. This stock is a big in the automotive chip sector. There's still a shortage there, so that one is doing actually fairly well. But it's only up two cents today, so not a whole lot. Uh, Under Armour bought that yesterday, only up about 14 cents. But this one this one looking very nice. It's a very nice chart pattern on it. I absolutely doubled down on Goldman. It's up $5.79 today. The financials are doing very, very well. I've decided to go with Goldman because I do think it's the leader. Um, and it's up. And Snap, believe it or not, is up not a lot, only $0.85, cents, but it's still up. And, of course, Trex, and that's up as well. Trex, of course, makes that very, very hot, uh, large, like mining trucks and stuff for infrastructure. It's kind of a big big in that business. So uh, it's at 105. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of everything that I am in currently. So without further ado, let's get to some of the questions here. And let's see, let's go over to, there we go. Thank you. Um, AMD. (laughs) Okay. Good question. Um, Good question on AMD. Um, You know, that is, you know, the thing about AMD, this is why I'm, I'm such an advocate of setting your stop losses. Um, I was out, um, I was basically in at about 100, and I was out at about uh, 
116. And, and it wasn't, it, you know, it just, the reason it happened that way is because I had stop losses on. I could have never timed it without stop losses. So this is why I recommend, even if you're in the hottest thing going, if it's moving up very fast, that's really where you want to be concerned and really, really uh, look into, uh, you know, keeping your stop losses very, very tight. So here we are with, um, it's not Caterpillar, it's AMD that we want to take a look at. All right, with AMD, you know, we're still, it looks like we've got some support right here at the 10-day line. Let's zoom in a little bit. There we go. Should zoom in there a second. All right, so we can kind of see it there. Okay, yeah. So here we are. Basically, you know, the buy point, of course, on AMD, 95.44. It was this cup with handle uh, pattern. We moved above the buy zone, and uh, as you can see, uh, this is where I bought my first position here, right at the top of the buy zone. And then I did buy a secondary position, uh, and I wouldn't have bought the secondary position had I not bought the primary position, uh, so that I so so that when they're added together, my average cost was you know just a tad extended. Then I wrote it all the way up, and then of course I had a stop loss, and I did, I didn't put that in there. Probably should at 116 right here, and then it's pulled back. Now, it's bounced off the um, off the 10-day line. So could we start moving back into this? Well, the relative strength is getting better. I think it did some, get some support at the 10-day line, but, you know, here's the thing. I think that really, in order to get back to this, this is kind of like Lucy of the football here. I kind of want to go in to it if it moves above that 10-day line. And so really, to get back into this, the way I would do it is I would try to see if I could do a buy stop limit order, and, and and the way I would the way I would handle it here uh, for AMD is um, you know is 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 to set a buy stop limit order for the stop being uh, basically right at the ten day right at the ten day line. Let's see if I get exact number here for you. Yeah, um, the the stop being right at about eight one oh eight fifty. Uh, um, so 108.50, that would be the stop, and then the limit um, of the limit would be 108, 108, um, 108.60. So, so basically, you know, Basically, how I would play this one for an AMD was I would set a buy stop limit. Now, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of show you what it is. I'm going to delete my my alerts. They've all gone off, as you can see. So here's what I would do is I'm going to I would like to set an alert basically at, at the stop where I think that you should enter the trade if on AMD if you're interested is 108.50. So basically, let's see if we can let us open this. So that's 108.50 right there. And I'm still trying to get it to give me the right thing here. There we go. There's temporary line. Okay. So basically right here is where it's reversing. So as it reverses, what you know, what happens with this buy stop limit order is as it comes up to 108.50, that's when it kind of cocks the gun. And then and then what it does is it puts an order out there, a limit order out there at 108.60. So it's going to buy it as it moves higher. So that's kind of where I think you should buy it because it's going to bounce. It's looks like it's, it's getting some support and bouncing off the 10-day line, which you know is not surprising because much of the trading of, of, of this stock is done with programmatic trading. So it's not surprising that it would be off the 10-day line. So that's where I would try to buy it. That's how I would try to buy it. I think you can buy it. Uh, I, I, I think you can buy it at this level. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I would be looking to do it. So with AMD, I don't think you, can, I don't think you want to buy it um, until it probably moves about above about 108. Now, it is currently... Uh, towards the end of the day, it's, it's it's looking pretty good. So let's go to the 30-minute chart and see if there's anything there yet. A lot of selling coming in here. So we're still really kind of below that very key level, and I've marked that. That's right here at 108.50. So if, if I were to buy this, which I'm not right now, 
I would wait for it to come above 108.50, put in an order at 108.60, and you do that with a buy stop limit order, and then buy it as it moves higher. But right now, I don't think you can do it. Um, you know, right now, unfortunately, we're getting a little bit of a rotation out of some of the techs into some of the more cyclical stocks. I mean, it's just, it's very, very interesting. I mean, what's going on? I kind of want to show you the action. Uh, one of the areas that has been seeing a lot of love as of late has been the financials, the money, the money standard banks. This is why I'm kind of shoring up my position in Goldman Sachs. Now, currently, Goldman is above that buy zone, unfortunately, at one at, at, uh, at, at one um, thirteen. This is where I kind of started buying here. And then as it as it as it moves up, I bought the full position here at one at, at uh, three ninety two twenty seven, and then I bought another an add on position right as it came into the buy zone. But eh, maybe a little bit too high right now. This this is seeing a lot of interest. This money center this these money center banks they're now thirty three out of one ninety seven. So definitely a movement back into this area. Another area that's getting a lot of you know, you know, a lot of interest, of course, is the infrastructure area. And this is why I did buy Crane today, Crane Plumbing, Plumbing Supplies. And this is also in the buy zone as well. I just want to show you that uh, in the buy zone. And it's coming off a very nice reversal. This, uh, you know, I didn't get in with a, what they call a load sheet. That would have been that would have been excellent. But I didn't I didn't quite get into that. This is the reversal line here. So as you can see, now it's starting to move. Above and you can see this where these three indexes come together. That's showing a lot of strength uh, going up. So uh, basically, at the buy point and up. So this is still actionable today. There's a lot of volume on this. I don't quite know. Well, I know kind of why I did. Just a lot of volume coming into this issue. It's through earnings. They had excellent earnings. Two oh seven. They were up uh, basically very strongly. Uh, not only in sales. Let's see if we can go down there. Let's see if we can. Yeah, show that. They were up 24% in sales, but they were up 205% in terms of their um, overall profits. And that's really what we're looking for. Um, look at that catch of $5.96. This is what the street right now is looking for. They're kind of a little bit worried about, you know, the bond yields and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of money sloshing around out there that's looking for superior yields. This is definitely one of them that has done really, really well. I mean, um, you know, it says manufacturers fluid handling, aerospace, and electronic equipment. Well, basically what they make is urinals, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but they do well with it. And uh, they're based in San Francisco. It's kind of a, a very, very old, old-fashioned, um, you know, old, old-fashioned type of company. They're raising their earnings. They adjusted their earnings up from 595 to 695 per share. Um, so they, they had they had they had really really good earnings too. So this is this is kind of the, this is kind of the place that the people are looking for. They're looking for companies that have very very strong, um, you know, that, that have very strong uh, earnings. So it's 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 a, it's an interesting thing. I, I am I I've, I I'm I'm losing my mind. Look at that. <laughs> look, look at that. I got something going on. I got something going on with something in the software on my. Uh, <laughs> that's not working out. So I'm just going to kind of, I, I may, I may just got to go over here and put Chartman back on. And you know, Chartman doesn't doesn't get uh, headaches like I do. I suppose. I'm um, sorry about that. All right. So let's go back and take a look at uh, this next stock, and that is X uh, EXPI. And let's see if I could. See if that will pull us back in. So EXPI. And this one is, of course, I think this is the parent company of Exit Realty. It's up 20% today. Really, really doing well. It seems like it's reversed. I don't I don't quite know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, it's reversed above this trend line. So it's starting to make a nice move, and it did. It, it seems like there is some. There, there's a little bit of resistance right about the 53 level. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit up after hours. Well, it's basically even after hours. We just went to the after hours, so there is a little bit of resistance here. Would I buy this? Well, it has very, very good earnings, but it seems like it's just kind of 
pooped out when it comes to going up. So uh, it, it it is doing well. I don't know if I would have, you know, the time to get it probably when it would it reversed above the 200-day line. I just, I really don't like when I see this pattern with the 50-day line underneath the 200-day line. I'm still not really psyched on this one. I, I really think it needs to get more strength. I need to think that the the 50-day uh, line needs to move above the 200-day line really before I'm interested. So that's kind of my deal uh, with with this one. I wish I, I wish I was I, I wish I was more bullish on this one. But I first of all, I don't like to buy below the 200-day line, and it's just moved above the 200-day line, which is good. But I also want to see the alignment of these these um, alignment of these um, index lines. The 200 being at the bottom, then the next one is the 50-day line. I like to see that above the 200-day and it's below it, so that's not good. Then you want to see that green line. That's the 21-day exponential, and then you want to see on top, you want to see that 10-day line. So it's the 21-day and the and the 10-day line are good. So in the in the short term, we've had good action on this. Basically, that's what it's saying. But over the period of 50 days, we're still in a downward trend. And, and that's unfortunate because they have this great earnings. So here's what I do on this one. I would watch list this one. I wouldn't buy it right as we speak because it is not the best place, unfortunately. So I, that's, not, that's how I would do it. Um, let's, uh, for G, let's look at MRVI. MRVI. And Marvani Life Sciences. This is the one that had this incredible move yesterday. I can't quite figure out what's going on here uh, with this one. We had that buy point basically at, at 45.79. It moved above that really nicely about, let's see, let's see, Wednesday, Tuesday, um, Monday. So basically Wednesday of last week, it just made this great move on these excellent earnings. And it moved right up, but then it just kind of, it, it, it kind of, you know, topped out, and then it's pulled back basically, and it basically looks like it's settling on the 10-day line. So this is not necessarily a bad place. This is kind of where you want to see it bounce, is on the 10-day line. Would I buy it here? Well, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. This one, it's just a little bit thin for me. Right now, I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, it's got an excellent checklist. I want to show you that. Uh, and the industry and sector is very good. But the problem is the rank is bad. It's 143 out of 197. So I, I'm just a little bit leery about this. You know, surprisingly, I was I was stopped out of Perkin Elmer today, which is in the bio life sciences area, and they make the they make the equipment for basically all the gene sequencing equipment. Now I might have set my stop loss too tight because I was string trading it. But that is kind of a sign to me that we might have we might be seeing, yeah, yeah, there it is. We might be seeing a pullback in some of the life sciences. We, you know, it's run up so much, but this is sort of the canary in the coal mine here. And it looks like with that, I think we might be at a, in a situation where, you know, we might we might see have seen some, uh, you know, we might see some weakness in that in that area. I, you know, I don't know why. Uh, you know, I don't know why we're seeing weakness in that in that area. Let's see if I can get into this picture. For some reason, I get these split screens like this, and I'm going to take this picture and I'm going to send it to the folks that make this software because I can't understand why I'm getting that, but I'm going to just do that. Um, and I think I'll go back onto uh, <laughs> um, on onto chart band. There we go, my alter ego. All right, let's look at uh, ASO. Uh, and see kind of what's going on there. ASO. And that's Academy Sports. You know, and this one just a few weeks ago was just doing great. It was all the way up there to 42.75. Then it kind of got a little bit of resistance there and it retreated below the um, below the 50-day line. It looks like it's getting support though. That's a good thing to see. It looks like there's, you know, there's support. Uh, you know, there's support right about here. You know, see how it bounces there? The support there now. Normally, that support line would be probably at, um, you know, it, it might be all the way down at the 200-day line or the 50-day line. But this is a strong powered stock, so you know it's getting support, uh, and it might be. This is one. This is a great way to buy a stock. As a stock comes down, then oh, uh, your cam is is doing that because 
the tech stocks are down today, Tilly. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. <laughs> that was a comment that was from the Discord room. I think you're right. You know, I don't know. The tech stocks are down, so I only have half a picture. What do you know? I don't know. It's it's one of those things. But but anyways, this is a great way to buy a stock. A stock will peak like this, and this is, and the Academy Sports has been great. Then it will pull back, and then basically as it reverses, that's where you want to kind of start looking to buy it. Now, this is a little bit too early to buy this. So I mean, if you drew if you do a trend line, you could say, well, maybe it's maybe it's come. Maybe it's come up a little bit, but I still think that's a little bit weak place to buy it. Where I think that a better place to buy it is right at the 50-day line. That's where I think you you can you could probably buy this. I like Academy Sports a lot, and that 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 uh, that 40 that 50-day line is right at 36. Uh, no, 30. No, is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, is it 38.25? Excuse me, I misread that. So it needs to come up a little bit before we can buy it, but you definitely want to put this one on your watch list. Excellent company. We had some very nice volume there. Uh, relative strength is good. And uh, we are through earnings, I believe. Let's take a look. I believe we are through earnings. Yeah, 10-2. So we've got till October 2nd uh, before you have earnings again. They had, and, and, and Academy Sports says, this is, a good, this is a really good company. By the way, if you're not in Texas, you probably don't know a lot about them. Here in Texas, they're just huge. And by the way, they sell guns. So if you're into that, uh, that's kind of a cool thing as well. A little bit, kind of like Dick's Sporting Goods, but they have the other component that some states don't like. But uh, Academy Sports, very, very good company. A lot of sporting goods. People are, you know, going crazy with all this lockdown. So they're, they're, they're going to Academy Sports and buying stuff that they can, you know, have fun around town. So um, here's the thing. I think about it. It's got tremendous cash flow. Again, the kind of the story that we're seeing is this cash flow story. There's just a lot of there's a lot of money that was in the tech and growth stocks, and they're kind of running for cover a little bit. So this is not necessarily a bad place to go. You want to probably at this point in the market cycle, you probably want to go to stocks that have uh, at least positive cash flow. And uh, you know the return on equity for Academy Sports is 39%, which is excellent. Retail, financials, and cyclicals right now is sort of the theme. I mean that's sort of where. The market is going. So I, 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 I like this one. It's reversing. I want to wait until it comes about to 38.25 before I get in. Probably only going with a half position, but this is a quality stock. So uh, I think you're really right on track, Cheat, uh, uh, with, with looking at this one. I think it's a very good stock and uh, would probably do very, very well. So, But I don't think you want to buy it right now because it's still not moved. It's still not reversed. I want to see it reverse above that 50-day line before getting back into it, but I do think there's something. There. How how, uh, how low do you think space will drop? Okay, well, let's take a look. Let's kind of guess at that. You know, of course, it's all a guess, but the charts help you guess better. <laughs> so that's how I feel about them anyways. So let's look at first. Let's go to, the, you know, the weekly chart is very noisy, so we can't really say. But, you know, basically, if we're looking at the weekly chart, we're looking at it's fallen below the 200-day moving average. So, so it's taken out that. So that's not that's not a good thing. There is, there is right here at 27.57, there is a buy point. So this is this is an area of, this is an area of resistance. So I think it might have, this this would be a logical area for it to get support, would be at this 27.57 and it's 27.37. Now, the question is, if it falls below that, then I think we're not going to get support. Then we would go back down lower. So the, the next lowest buy point is about 12. So, you know, here's the thing. If it can hold about 27, uh, if you can hold this 27.25 or so area, then I think it's probably going to stay there. If it doesn't, then it's probably going to fall down probably to about $12. Um, so I do think that we may get a bounce here. But don't, you know, don't take it to the bank. <laughs> don't take it to the bank. There is there there is potentially some support. Um, you know, there, there, there is there is typically there's there's technically some support right at the twenty seven thirty eight level. It's currently twenty seven um, thirty seven. So you can see that's the that's the last buy point was twenty twenty seven about twenty seven thirty seven. And we're right at there. So. 
if it gets support here, and it does look like we're starting to see a little bit of support after hours, then I think it could probably maybe stabilize and come up to the to the 50-day line. But I, I tell you, if I was down more than 7% on this one, I would be running for the doors because, you know, right now the trend is downwards. And I want to kind of show you the daily chart. Yeah, there it is. And as you can see, and I'm, this is kind of my, um, you know, my notes, so you can see the notes better here. But we definitely, here's the problem. We lost support at that key 200-day line. We fell below the 200-day line. Now, when they when they fall below the 200-day line, and by the way, it's on increasing volume, which is not a good thing either. When it falls below the 200-day line, we can't really do anything until it finds support and starts moving higher. Really, you should, you should never consider buying, entering a position if it's below the 200-day line. It's just too dangerous. That's this black line here. So right now, if you're down more than 7% on this, I would just really recommend, you know, pulling that Band-Aid off, you know, just rip it off because this one – this one could easily go down to 12 um, from my, you know, from from looking at this, we could easily, easily, easily go down to $12. Now, hopefully it's going to get some support here, but I think you got to be careful. I would not be entering a position in in um, um, Virgin Galactic here. I just wouldn't. Um, let's look at Zillow for Samuel. Let's look at Zillow. You know, and Zillow is uh, becoming really much more of a house flipping company. But you know, I don't know. The market may or may not like that because I'm just seeing it. I'm just seeing it go down. I mean, look at this. They had tremendous earnings, 259 percent. Uh, that was their, you know, that was that was that was their uh, that was their earnings. Their earnings were just, you know, off the chart good. Okay, 359 percent. Sales were up 70 percent. But look at that. Profits were up, and this is mainly because of the house flipping activities. But look at this chart. This is not a good chart. This is not a chart you would buy. This is not a good chart because it's going from Seattle to Miami. We don't like that route. <laughs> we want Los Angeles to Boston <laughs> or something like that. Right now, we're flying in the wrong direction, and I just don't think you want to I, – I would stay away from Zillow at least until we can have a better chart pattern. This is not an optimal chart pattern by any stretch of the imagination. Even though the Internet content area, 22 out of 197, it's doing much, much better – this still, I just, I just don't think you want to be there. Uh, so let's look at Marathon Digital. That's M A R I. I think it is M A R I. I think is this. This is the M A R A. M A R A. Yeah, Marathon Digital. This one's, uh, this one's showing a lot of strength. It's up after hours. I don't know why this is up. Look at the daily chart here. I think this is, it's like a patent troll. No, this is cryptocurrency. <laughs> Digital asset technology company mines cryptocurrencies. Don't really know exactly what's going on here, but, you know, it it seems to have reversed. I don't know if you could really count this as a reversal, but if you were to draw a reversal line, you would go like that, and you, you probably could count that as a reversal. Um, seems like there's some resistance right here at about uh, 39 but uh, it has been pulling back. So, you know, I just, eh, I don't, I don't get, I don't get the a warm and fuzzy feeling with this one. Unfortunately, I just don't, um, you know, it's, it's in a good area. Finance management area, 16 out of 197. So that's really good. But I, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I, I just don't know enough about it. I, I'm probably going to pass. I'd probably pass on this one. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, uh, you know, I just, I can't really, I can't really get a, get behind it. Neo. Well, you know, all the Jap all the Chinese companies have been taking a hit from the central CCCP government. I think that's right. Chinese Central Communist Party, I think that's CCCP, something like that. Um, you know, they're 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 basically um, you know they're rating a lot of these companies. Now even if the earnings are good and the earnings are due basically tonight, I guess. Um, I just, you know, I, unless this just has blowout earnings, and it might. Um, I just, I'm really, I'm really, really cautious right now with China stocks. There's so much political risk. I, I just, I don't know if I want to be in them right now. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't know if I want to be in uh, many of the Chinese stocks because of this political risk. Now, currently, Neo is trading right at the 200-day moving average. Well, 
I don't really like to buy at this level. I don't like to buy at the 200-day line. I, I don't like to buy below it. I want to make sure that it's moved above this because if it's at the 200-day line or below it, that means that, that there's disinvestment going on. So if you take, you know, the, the year is a 360 days, the 200-day moving line is about a little bit more than a half a year. So that means that money is flowing out of this issue currently. Don't want to be where the I don't I always want to be where the tide is rising because as they say the tide, um, you know, um, you know the tide rises all boats. So I want to be where the money's flowing to. By the way, let's take a look. Let's kind of look to see where the, the money's flowing to. And basically, the way we do that is we go over here to this handy dandy chart and let's go down here to all of the groups and we're going to just pull that up. See if I can get down there. All right, I'm okay. So I think I'm going to have to do this a little bit. So control option. There we go. There we go. So now I think we can see it. Yeah, there we go. So this is the industry groups. I think I think I went too far on that. go up to about 100%. Okay, so on the industry groups here, and this is the this is all of the 197 industry groups ranked. I'm going to put them in rank order, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to zoom in a little bit so we can see this kind of on the screen. There we go. Maybe even a little bit more. It's 250%. This is a lot. So let's see if I can over here. So, well, let's pull it back. There. Okay, so we're about half, 150% magnification. That's a lot of magnification. Um, so right now, the number one group, believe it or not, is energy and coal. And there's 13 stocks in there. Eh, not really that interested in that. Um, you know, this is still where the, the money is going. The steel producers seem to be getting a lot of love for some reason. Wholesale, uh, retail wholesale auto parts. This is an area that I very much like. There's eight companies in there. Let's see if we can find anything there. Retail products doing very, very well. And shoes and accessories. I definitely, you know, have you know, Nike and Skechers in there. So I'm looking pretty good in there. But let's look in the consumer finance loan area. This is an area that I like a lot for a lot of reasons. Uh, and I want to I look to see if there's any leaders that we can take a look at here. Right now, um, you know, SLM, Santander, Consumer. So which ones? Yeah, Capital One Financial. So let's take a look at Capital One to see kind of what is going on there. See if it's in a Bible zone. Yeah, this is definitely a Bible. This is one I think that, you know, if you're looking to put your money to work, you want to be in an area where the money is moving to. And right now, uh, consumer finance is a very good area in the market. And currently... Capital One Financial, CCF, no, I'm sorry, COF, excuse me, COF is in a buy zone. And this one is a particularly good one. You can see there's been a lot of buying coming in here. The earnings were off the charts, up 579%. This is what, you know, people are going to have to pay back all of their loans. So so this is, this is looking very strong. This has been a very strong buying in this area. So this is something, if you're looking at NEO, why not consider an area that you have a probably a better chance of winning in. And that's that's really kind of what you know I'm always looking for. I'm looking for the ones that you have the best chance of winning. Currently, Capital One Financial, this is an area that you might want to move into. Uh, its sales are are not up as much as they should be last quarter, but the and the earnings per share is a little bit low, but everything else is really, really good. A lot of companies are accumulating this one. Yeah, the relative strength is moving up 94. That's excellent. So the only thing it really is is lacking here are sales, but the profits are looking very, very good. So let's, let's kind of pull up that profit screen for Capital One Financial. Yeah, here's the thing. with uh, It's very interesting. With uh, Capital One, their sales are only up 5%, so they're really not gaining all that many new customers or new loans, but the loans that they have are just going through the roof because you know, it's like, I think, you know, it's, this is the credit card king. This, you know, it's like 20% interest on this. So the profits are just, are just look, look at this. In the last one, two, three, four quarters, 
the profits have just been incredible. The, the profits have come up 53%, 111%, 333%, and 579%. So if you want to buy a stock that's probably going to go higher, and it's in a base mode, probably going to go higher, it's probably going to be Capital One Financial. This is one that I think that, you know, you might want to kind of take a look at. So actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of get a little list of uh, of, of things that I'm going to look at a little bit after the show. But COF is my big place that you could go. It's, of Neo. I, no, it's not that I'm against Neo. I just think that the automobile group, and especially the Chinese companies, are just having a lot of trouble. I don't think you really want to be uh, in there. Any word on SPCE Virtual Galactic? I don't really have any word on it, uh, but I wouldn't buy it right now. It's pulling lower, and that's not a good place to be. Um, is NVIDIA buying? Um, you know what? <laughs> and this is painful for me to say because I like NVIDIA so much, as you well know. I'm sort of an NVIDIA bull. Um, the, the situation with NVIDIA is that uh, we're coming up on earnings. I was stopped out of NVIDIA. And uh, so right now I'm at, I'm I, I still I, you know so I'm waiting for earnings really to see kind of what's happening you know what what's happening on 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 Nvidia it's currently not a buy right now right now it's not a good entry point into it you know really what we need to see is we need to see strength and we need to see it move above 208 20875 that's the buy point now why does the stock do this well the way stocks work is you can see there. What happens is the stock will move up quickly, and it moved up to 208. Then it will it will it will it will retreat typically, and this is a basing pattern. And then as the the weak hands are are, are rooted out, then it starts in this kind of it, it runs in this kind of consolidation pattern. Currently, uh, the consolidation basically goes um, you know the the stock is consolidating from about 178 on up to about 208. So uh, you know, basically $30, dollars. It's sort of oscillating in in this in this area. Now, when it breaks through two hundred eight seventy five, that's where you want to buy it, because then it's going higher. So here's what I would do: earnings are in seven days. I would wait on this one. Don't buy it right now. See how it comes through earnings. See if it can reverse its trend. Currently, it's in a little bit of a downtrend. I do think, though, it's very likely to bet to bounce at the fifty uh, day line, which is about one ninety. So I do think it's going to probably pull down a little bit more. It's kind of going to bounce at one night. You know, I was stopped out of my positions. That's why I put stop losses in. I'm waiting to, for a chance to get back in. But uh, right now it's in what they call a basing pattern. It's just called a flat base. And I think you got to stay out of it just for a tad until it moves above that 208 uh, level. So once it's above the 208, then I think we can – you know, we're going to see some very nice action on it once again, because this is a superior company. But right now, with, you know, with everything going on in the market, there is a rotation going on once again. I tell you, there's been so many rotations this year, it's not funny. But the rotations is out of, out of many of the tech issues into the financials, into the retails, and into some of the, the more cyclical stocks. Uh, I am typically looking at, you know, some of the big uh, construction plays like Trex and uh, um, uh, um, Caterpillar, because you know they're going to get some love when it comes to this uh, infrastructure bill. But right now, because there's if there's this fear of interest rates moving up and bond yields and, and the debt ceiling, we're starting to see a rotation out of many of the tech issues, which depend on very low rates. And we're seeing just a reallocation. Money has to go somewhere. It's looking for yield. The yield is coming from many of these Dow industrial stocks like Caterpillar, like Goldman Sachs, companies like that. So that's kind of what's going on. <laughs> that's kind of what's going on. Um, is MU a buy long-term? Well, you see, I don't really look at it long-term or short-term. I just look at it, is it a good time or is it not a good time to get into the stock? Right now, unfortunately, I would have to say no. I would not be in this. If you can see, unfortunately, Micron dropped below that very key 200-day line. That's this black line on the chart. It dropped below that. It did not. It, it tried the breakout. It broke out over that reversal line just barely. It caught too much uh, resistance. Boom, it falls. And look at this. We're getting lots and lots of uh, selling activity here. This is the volume. You want to take always take a look at that. The break 
was right here. It was basically yesterday, and that's when it fell through this line. So we, we had a major capitulation, looks like, here on Micron. Not a good, not a good buy. Uh, I would not be entering a position on Micron. If you are down more than 7%, consider selling. Because, uh, you know, and then buying on the upside, because, you know, you just don't want to catch that falling life. It's not a good time to buy a stock when it's retreating. Currently, Micron is retreating. I'm sorry to say that because I really like the company. Uh, let's look at Hess. And this is interesting. This is Amanda Hess. You know, the, you know uh, just kind of FYI, the Hess company many years ago, uh, is that is that the symbol for Hess? H e s s. Let me just check here. I'm going to have to check to see if I've got the right the right um, symbols. I'm going to put uh, so. I'm taking. I'm looking up the Hess symbol. It is H e s, not H e s s. Uh, my mistake. Okay. <laughs> H-E-S. There we go. All right. So this is Amanda Hess. This used to, I think I think it used to be called that. Um, this is a really a this is kind of what they call a mini major. So very you know it's a major oil company, but it is not one of the seven sisters, of course. But it's a very big one. Basically, the New York Mercantile Exchange used to quote their prices for the for the um, in the New York Harbor. For, for gasoline. So that was the spot price of gasoline for many years. Kind of interesting. interesting fact. I don't know if it's done that way anymore, but back in the days, if you traded uh, uh, gasoline futures and got gasoline contracts, the delivery point, the FOB, the, the freight on board place, <laughs> was New York Harbor. I think it was Elizabeth, New Jersey, something like that. Very interesting. But anyways, uh, I'm, I digress too much. Hess is in a downward trend it is in, a, in, a, in an increasing, you know, in a good area, but this is the international ENP area. The better one of the two, the better two of the group is the U.S. ENP area. That's a little bit better than um, than 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 the than the U.S. is, but a little better than the international, at least for right now. But right now, uh, they had a, some very good earnings. There, uh, it was up 123 percent. Just looking at it here. Looking very good, but <laughs> um, we had very nice profits. Sales were up 90%. Profits are up 123%. Lots of cash flow here. So I like it from those standpoints for right now. But, 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 I don't like this trend. Right now we are in a downward trend. So I want to see it bounce. It's probably going to bounce at the 200-day line. I don't, I, it's probably going to bounce at the 200-day line. If it bounces higher, I will buy it on an uptrend, but I will not buy it on a downtrend. So that's really the that's really the issue uh, that I have with it uh, is the downtrend. So not uh, I wouldn't probably buy this on the downtrend. So I my my view on this I probably will not be a buyer uh, for um, you know for Hess. I probably would not be a buyer for Hess. All right, uh, your opinion on ASTR. ASTR. Yeah, and that is Astra Space in Alameda, California. I used to live in Alameda, by the way. If you're ever in Alameda, there's a place called Courageous Court. I used to live at 31 Courageous Court. So I know Alameda very, very well. I think this is over Bay Farm Island here. But it's an aerospace company. Don't know a whole lot about it. I'll be honest with you. It looks like uh, sort of a new issue. Its earnings are in basically a day. So the question is, what is the deal with this? Well, this is a downward trending chart. Uh, I probably would not be a buyer for this, but let's look at the, the daily chart. Yeah, unfortunately, we're below that critical 200-day line. Earnings are in a day. I no way. I just think you got. I just. I don't think this is going to work. Unfortunately, it may be a good company in the future, but it's not the chart that I want to see. It's just really not the chart that I want to see. There is some fun sponsorship, about 1%. Not a lot. We have a negative cash flow, but uh, yeah. So here's the thing. I just would not be in this one. Um, at least not yet. I think it's, it might be good to, to watch list it, but probably not the way to go, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Uh, hello. Uh, oh, that's it. 
OIC and C oil and banking. Okay, oh, let's look at OIC. Let's look at that. OIC. Did I get that right? All right. Let's see if it comes up. Well, it's not working there. Citibank. Yep, Citigroup. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, basically, right now, you're right. Banking seems to be doing good. Um, so banking seems to be doing good, but not all the not all the nor- normal suspects. So, let's see if we can we can look at the leaders. Um, you know, because that's definitely something that uh, I think is is worthwhile to look at. Let's because you know I as you know I've been moving into a position. Let's go 100%. There we go. Okay, so I'm going to go back to. There we go. I'm going to go back to the banking sector. And let's see. Retail banking. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to look back at. the money center banks, because that's kind of where a lot of this uh, action seems to be, seems to be, um, seems to be centered around, and it's basically 33 is the group. So let me go to 33 group. There we go. These are the money center banks. Let's take a look to kind of see, you know, in general, if we can find anything good in there. So. Basically, this is the entire group here, and it is moving up. It's got a relative strength that's moving up 83. So this is looking quite good. The top stocks are currently Wells Fargo, uh, this this company that I don't know much of, uh, and Morgan Stanley. So, But Goldman Sachs is the number one in terms of the uh, relative strength. is the highest relative strength. But Wells Fargo is looking good. Let's look at this other one. This is a this is, looks like a BB. Yeah, this is, a, this is a bank that I don't know. It's a Spanish bank. And this is a way that, you know, you possibly could diversify outside of the U.S. Um, and I'm not in this uh, in the stock currently, but the numbers for it are looking pretty darn good. The, let's see, yeah, it's right up above a buy zone right now. It's a cheap, I mean, considering, and the reason is because this is in pesos. That's why, the, that's why there's such a difference in price. But uh, currently, it's above the buy zone um, at $6.93. So this might be something. They had nice earnings. So is it is it possible? Well, it's a pretty good checklist. So, you know, if you wanted to diversify outside of the United States, this one might be a good one. Oh, I'm sorry. I know this company, BBV, uh, BBVA. They're actually here in Texas, too. So this is a very good bank. I know this bank personally. The very good bank. This one might be... A good way to go. It's uh, it's it's based in Spain, but it's it's basically all over Latin America. Plus, it's in Texas, which you know is used to be part of Latin America. It kind of has those roots, so it's a good thing. Um, this one might be an area that you could possibly watch this. I do like this area. Uh, also, in the oil area, um, let's just see how some of the oil sectors are are showing strength. Let's see. I'm just trying to think. I think that they've moved down a little bit. Yeah, they've moved down here to 11th out of 197, but it's still really strong. This is actually, I think the steel sector is better than this one right now, which I didn't think I'd ever say, but it's definitely the case. Right now, um, Chesapeake Energy. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't seen Chesapeake in a long time. This one might be a very interesting play if you're interested in um, in the in the oil and gas area, and it's CHK. It's called, you know, it's Chesapeake. I think they're based in Oklahoma City, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, good, co- well, it, it, yeah, Oklahoma City. This is this is an interesting company, and it's been recapitalized. And I, you know, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit spiky, but the relative strength is moving up. Things are starting to look very good for this company. Uh, this is one I would consider in the oil patch because it's a it's a major producer of natural gas, um, which is used in electric generation but also oil and gas. So this is one, you know, you could buy right now. It's right below the buy zone. There is a buy zone on this one. Uh, so this one is, is a stage one consolidation. So this might be an interesting play if you're looking for an oil and gas stock. And that's Chesapeake, C-H-K, 
uh, is is the uh, symbol on that one. And I may be watching this this one too. Uh, thoughts on Palantir? PLTR. Let's look at Palantir. PLTR. And let's zoom in a little bit on that. There. All right. So. This is the chart of Palantir. You know, it's funny. I have not been able to get this one to work. Um, you know, I, I, have, I have not been able to get this one to work really well for me in a while. But uh, Palantir is still in a downward trend. I mean, it does look like it's peaking a little bit above that trend line, but it didn't close below. It, it closed below it. So it still is in a downward trend. Here's the thing about Palantir. I think you just got to wait. I think you just got to wait on it. earnings are in one day. Maybe the earnings will pick it up, pull, pull it up. But currently, Palantir is in a downward trend. If you're more than 7% down on this one, you might want to consider closing. Uh, just because I think that's a little bit too, eh, it's a little it's a little tough on that one. All right. Well, we're almost at the end of the hour. And I thank you, everybody. Um, let's see if we have any questions on TikTok that we can answer really quickly here. Uh, Doggy coin. What about PCOR? I don't know that sock. Let's take a, take a look at that. PCOR. I know, I know a lot of these socks. PCOR. Okay. Process technologies. Now, I don't think this one is, I don't think you want to be with process technology. I don't think this one is really where you want to be. I'm sorry to say no. That one, I think you can probably discount it. Process technology. All right, probably last two symbols. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Let's look at EQT. Let's look at EQT. No EQT. All right. EQT. Oh, okay. So this is an oil, um, so oil and gas. I, you know, maybe I'm liking it more. <laughs> I'm liking it more. But it's in the oil and gas integrated. See, the thing about the oil business is interesting. There's really basically several areas of the business. The E&P area, that's actually where they drill for it. That's that's like, then there's the U.S. and the international ones. Then there is the integrated oil companies. Those are the ones that actually do it all. They they actually drill for it, they refine it, and then they sell it. So those are different. And those are typically like, like the majors like uh, Exxon, Mobil, Valero, those kind of companies. And then there are the ones that are just transported. Like there's a company called Pennzoil, which is owned possibly by... Uh, um, uh, energy energy transfer partners, which actually worked for them for a while, that just it doesn't even do anything. It, it just basically, you know, uh, tra uh, transfers it to retail outlets and, and is basically like a credit facility. It's kind of interesting. So there's a lot of different businesses in the oil business. It's not just one big old monolithic business. Now that said, the oil and gas integrated is not the is not the best place to be right now. And right now, this is in a downward trend. I would avoid this stock. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, I know you don't want to hear that, uh, but I would avoid it. I would absolutely avoid EQT for now. Anyways. Uh, okay. Myra, okay. Oh, Myra Mines and Keeps a huge percent of Bitcoin. Oh, okay, okay. Thoughts on holding Tesla buying average is, oh, okay. Uh, this is a very good question, Ricky. Um, here's the thing. Here's what I do with Tesla right now. I just think that right now it is a good time to, if your averages are 600, I think you want to kind of start, you want to start to lighten up here a little bit. That would be my, that would be my advice here. I think you want to lighten up because, you know, you, you have a lot of dead capital there. I just think that there's this, it's in this consolidate, you know, it's, it's sort of at this sort of, it's, it's sort of at this wedging. This is what they call wedging here kind of wedging in here. So right now, I mean, it can go higher earlier, you know, later, but right now you have some dead capital. You have some very nice gain there. If your average price is $600, you know, you're, you're sitting with $100 a share gain. I think you might start wanting to take at least half of it off the table, maybe even more, maybe even more. That's what I would do just because, you know, right now I think you can get a little bit of better bump on your, on your, on your capital. Well, um, <laughs> Don't buy the dip. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, the dip could be a falling knife. So true, by the way. 
So true. So true. This is why you always want to buy as the stock is moving higher, if you possibly can, because buying on the dip, you know, it, it looks really good. It looks really attractive, but it may be going the wrong direction. and <laughs> You don't want to do that. So thanks, everybody, for taking a look today at Dallas Trading Floor. And by the way, if you want to get on that action trade alerts and, um, you know, get, get on the action trade alerts, it's super duper easy, of course. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and just need the first and last name and a uh, 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 email address, and we'll get it right at you. I'm going to probably be putting the, I'm going to putting together this trade that I did, this spread trade that I did today on Caterpillar. I think it's a nice little trade. You know, not not going to change the world, but it, it could put about five hundred dollars in your pocket right away. That's what I put in my pocket uh, this morning uh, with this trade, and it has a pretty high likelihood of closing at a nice little profit. So. Uh, that's going to be available to everybody that's on the action trailer uh, list today, um, probably by about 5.30, and then we're going to be probably sending it out uh, uh, overnight on that as well. So, again, thank you very much, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow at about 2.30, maybe 2.40, depending on when things are things are good to go. And uh, I hope to see you then, and um, I hope to see you back uh, tomorrow. And thanks again. Tell your friends about Dallas Trading Floor. And, by the way, we do have the new Dallas Trading Floor mugs, which are great for drinking that coffee when the markets open up in the morning. And, uh, you know, it's the official Dallas Trading Floor mug. It's $6.95 uh, plus shipping. And uh, people seem to really like them. So that's available, too. And, by the way, you can find out about those mugs. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And just look for the link. Just click on that, and you'll see the order place where you can order for those mugs. So until tomorrow at 2.40 or 2.30, depending on when I get all this equipment working, I'll see you later. Happy trading, and uh, stay safe, everyone. Stay cool, and I will see you tomorrow. Thanks a lot.